You're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra. Buckle, Buckle up, because we're about to get gabbing. Okay. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I was about to start, and then you scared me. <laughs> what happened? I have to get the golden mic. I My voice is not going to sound as beautiful. <laughs> Okay. Oh God. <laughs> the panic, the panic that you just sent, me, <laughs> sent to me was a lot. That was a lot. I just, I can't be off my game. Oh Are you going to keep this in the pod? <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're editing. So, uh, there we go nice and crisp and clear over your sound waves need to do like a check one two or check one two check one two this is your host checking in for the evening hour on girls gone gab how are you guys doing we've got some soft tunes coming your way i hope you're having a good friday you're like caller number one caller number one request like, yeah, I want to dedicate this song to my husband. We've been married for eight years. Um, it's his favorite song. And I love you, baby. And uh-huh. my heart will go on. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, we're back. How y'all doing? <laughs> um, wow. That was, again... We said it last week. We just are being real and authentic with you guys. This is how it goes. Yeah. This is just how it goes. Um, so you want to know what I've been thinking about recently? Me? No, the other person <laughs> that's here with us. Yes. Oh. Um, no. I mean, you were thinking about me. I was like, who's the other person that's here with us? Oh, I thought you were like. <laughs> I thought you were like, me? Are you asking me? And I'm like, yes, I'm asking you. Oh, second of all, I'm joking. It's a chaotic okay. to this episode. To, let's, let's make sure you're okay. And then we'll get back to what I was saying. I think you're just like choking on your own saliva at this point. There's a little tickle in the back of my throat. Mm. <laughs> I've been thinking about um, the state fair because I haven't been in like... I want to say like two years like I don't think I went the last like two years and uh I am looking forward to it hopefully we still get to go but Mackenzie and I recently were talking about how we wanted to go and you were telling me that your grandma is actually gonna have her fudge recipe entered in the state fair which is cool because I've never entered anything into the fair and I'm like I know people do like art and like blankets and food and animals and all the things so I'm just like really looking forward to all the things I really enjoy the fair are you like a are you into the fair are you like nah um I'm not a huge fair person it's gone down hill a little bit in my eyes I think um but um I haven't been in a long time either like a couple years like I used to like to go for the concerts 
um because they would have free concerts like I of course like they're always country because it's the Kentucky State Fair but I saw Luke Bryan um at the State Fair like right before he got famous um and that was free and I was in like the front row and a few other people there as well that I, I can't really remember, but I, that was like the big thing to do in high school, you know, was to go to the fair, but I haven't been in a while and I am intrigued to see how it is this year, especially, um, with COVID, I think masks are required. They have like put that, uh, protocol out, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're going to stop in and see it's actually, it's my grandma's recipe, but my mom's the one baking it or making it. Um, well, my grandma's, um, in rehab right now for her little hip surgery. Um, and so we will see, we'll see if we come home with a blue ribbon. I don't really know how these things are judged, especially like, I mean, the food makes sense, like whatever tastes the best. I don't know how you judge cows. (laughs) I don't either. How do you like, it's like who who's the expert on that that just there has to be a rubric what's the rubric exactly like what's what's the criteria here for best cow (laughs) like is a i'm assuming a the heftier the better like i wouldn't want a skinny skinny, cow yeah i was gonna say i wouldn't think a skinny cow would be but like are they being judged on their like um like muscle versus fat like can you just be a fat cow or do you need to be like a muscular cow you know what I mean but I mean cows don't work out so like how do they I mean they have muscles though just because they don't work out they're just blobs I know but I mean that would just be like based on its genetics like how it's naturally is but I think that's a lot of the based on like the pedigree milk maybe for the (laughs) ones that produce milk I don't know um all cows produce milk don't they I mean like I don't know like bulls don't that's bull okay I think you'd be in the cow category then I don't know also there's different kinds of cows and like there's different categories of cows like the brown cows versus the black and white cows yeah them chocolate milk cows (laughs) we're revealing how much we don't know about cows um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be interested though. You know what this is actually going to be the perfect opportunity for? What? I am going to stunt the on boots? everyone at the state fair because I <laughs> Did you hear what my answer was? What? I said the boots. Well, I have the boots, but I don't know if it's going to go with what I'm going to what what else I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I have I have this jacket and I'm I don't know if I've mentioned it on here. I know I've mentioned it to you. Um, so my grandpa, the one that had passed away in October of last year, he, he knew a lot about cows. He would be able to chime in on this conversation on how cows are judged. Um, because (laughs) he grew up on a farm and he, um, was really big in the future farmers of America, um, in high school and also in college at UK. Like I think he was like the president of it there or something. He was big time in the cow and food and farm world just ag agriculture big ag guy yeah and he um he he ended up working for um the health department 
So kind of had a job related to that whole world. Anyways, he had a, a jacket that I think is from high school, but maybe college time when he was young, obviously, but still had it. Um, it's still around. And um, my grandma gave it to me after he passed away. And it's like this like really pretty blue color. Um, and it's like a, almost like corduroy jacket. Mm-hmm. So honestly it might be a little hot for August, but I don't care. Um, kind of like a corduroy, like fitted with a collar jacket. Um, I think it buttons up and then on the back, it has like this really elaborate, um, like embroidered emblem for like it says like Kentucky really big and then like future farmers of America or something like that, like kind of smaller. Mm-hmm. It's really a moment. Um, <laughs> I don't like, I'm going to wear this and you know, someone's gonna be like, Oh my gosh, you must, you must be so involved in FFA and cows. And no, I don't know a single thing. Um, like, your booth and you're like, um, I don't work here. Like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, um, I came to take a photo in this jacket. Um, but I'm like, what I, I just thought it was like the coolest thing. Um, when I saw it for the first time, cause I'd never seen it until, uh, you know, after he'd passed and I was just like, this is such a cool thing, but like, also where am I going to just rock this out? Like, I'm not going to be going to the bars in my FFA jacket. <laughs> that feels, yeah just weird and also I don't want to like ruin you know what I mean I don't want to wear it out because I don't want to ruin it since it's like a family heirloom piece almost so Kentucky State Fair though that could really be a moment so anyways I just I just thought of that in my mind I've got my outfit ready all right well I will be there to capture the jacket with the cows (laughs) you're like so what I'm hearing is I'll be taking photos of you in this jacket (laughs) got it Got it. Um, I'll be ready for it. Um, I don't yeah. have any kind of uh, special jacket to wear for this occasion, but um, I'm sorry, I don't have a second one for you. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you have this. This can be your moment. It's okay. It's okay. Um, you can wear your boots. The boot. I, I can wear my boots. Yeah, but I honestly though these boots cost an arm and a leg that I don't <laughs> want to be walking around where all the t- droppings are. You know. All the, um, all the animals. Are we going to get in that? I mean, when you walk through there, there's like, you know, hay and stuff on the ground. And I don't know. I just don't want them to get there. Honestly, this is going to be what a time for mass to be a thing. Because if you've ever gone to a state fair, <laughs> gone through the animal section, just a lot of smells. The smells not pleasant. It's like, that's what rushes me out. Like, I would kind of look at some of them. Like, honestly, some of them aren't that cute. Like, let's be honest. I'm not anti-animal. I am an animal person. But like the rabbits, the bunny rabbits are fun to look at. Yeah, but sometimes like you get a pig that just looks angry and then much like the chicken corner and you're like, oh, I don't know that I need to see this right now. (laughs) Yeah, that and like the chickens, but like sometimes like the sheep and like goats are fun. Yeah, yeah. But but the smell is like, I gotta get out of here in five minutes or less. Yeah. Yeah. Mask will help on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm always grateful for a a mask moment, you know, like you just never know what the smells are going to be like, like (sighs) if nothing else, the masks provide us with that, uh, definitely pop out on the smell front. 
I am like a big fair food person though. Like, yeah, I'm not ashamed to say I love a corn dog. I love very much up your alley. I'm very much into the fair food. Yeah. And I will be forever. Like, I don't even care. Like give me a deep fried Oreo. Give me a corn dog. Give me, um, what else? Sometimes they have the um, Krispy Kreme burgers. It's like literally Krispy Kreme donuts with a burger mm. in the middle. It's a Makes lot. I usually only eat like half of one. Like I have to split it with somebody, but yeah, I don't think I've ever eaten a whole one. Yeah. But just all the things. I still have, actually, no, I think I did try. They did deep fried Kool-Aid one time. How does that even work? It's like, um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a hush puppy. So there is a batter, but they put like Kool-Aid in the batter. It's just Kool-Aid flavored more so, yeah. Correct. Yeah, I understand like the concept of like deep fried Kool-Aid sounds confusing. Yeah, you're like, how do you deep fry? A liquid. liquid. (laughs) But it's like a, think of like a hush puppy. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. That still sounds like a no, but I can picture it at least. Yeah, I mean like none of this is good for you, obviously, but like I love it. I love it. It's not even like, like with all the other health or not health things, but with all the other food things in life, it's never even the health thing for me. People always assume it is because like my career is in like health fitness kind of, but I'm just like, they just never sound good to me. Like a, a cool hush puppy sounds horrible. Like I don't like most things fried. I don't like greasy things. I don't like a hot dog. Definitely don't like a corn dog. It's like a hot dog in hiding. <laughs> See, I'm like, it's like the best part. Okay, but I love, uh, it's just it's a deep fried whatever and I'll probably eat it. Ecstasy I will probably. Uh, I, the only thing I like at the fair is a um, funnel cake. I do like a funnel cake. Okay. But I haven't had one in probably years because like, I feel like that's something you only really get at fairs. And I think I've been in an opportunity to get a funnel cake in years. Yeah. I will say this. I've never been like a huge cotton candy gal. It's just, it's gone too fast. For what? For what? It just disappears. And I don't really like, I want to savor whatever it is. Yeah. And like cotton candy to me, like, it's just, it's not it's a weird fun. texture. It, it's, it seems fun. Like when you're holding it, like it seems fun, but then when you're eating it and it's all over you, you're just like, okay. Oh, yeah, and then it's sticky. The yeah, fun is no. over. The fun is over. So never been a cotton candy girl, but I love the food. I also love the rides. Probably wouldn't, won't be riding anything this year because like, I don't want to touch anything. Like I'm, you couldn't we'll be looking this year, taking photos and grabbing our blue ribbon and leaving. Yeah, I will purely just be a spectator this time around. I will not be getting inside any contraptions. Being next to people sounds miserable to me. Yeah. So I may or may not grab a corn dog and just take pictures of you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm honestly not a ride person to begin with. Like I've never been a ride gal. I just, it's not that I won't get on anything, but I am not a roller coaster girl. I am not a let's get on all of the rides person because for what, for what? And you might die. 
and that's not like I would honestly well okay that's dramatic I was gonna say I'd rather jump out of a plane than like get on a roller coaster because at least the story you know the experience it like goes wrong versus like yeah I went on this like sick roller coaster uh this amusement park like no one cares you know you didn't I don't know I don't know. I've been on, I've been on, on some, you know, and like, that was good. I think I got it. I got, <laughs> I got the gist. I saw what I needed to see. And like, I've got a memory of it. It's, it's living up here in the noggin and like, at least for the next five or so years, I'm pretty solid on You're like, I did it. I don't really need to do it again. <laughs> exactly. Like they're just, I mean, like I love me a good merry-go-round or like spinning teacup situation about like the swings did you ever like the swings <sighs> they give me I try to enjoy it but deep down my anxiety is like slightly screaming at me and sometimes I can win and other times I just think you're gonna snap you're gonna just fall off like the chains are just gonna come loose the intrusive thoughts are just like and I'm gonna fall to my death <laughs> yeah Nick Jonas chains is just like playing in the background mm. I always liked the one, um, it has different names sometimes for depending on where you go. Sometimes they call it the Matterhorn. Sometimes it's called the Himalaya ride. Uh, oh, it, the one that just goes like this, like the way it just kind of goes up. It, it kind of goes, oh, up like that, but it goes around in circle. Is my shit. I, I love that one. They always have the best music. Cause there's no way you can die on that. Yeah. Like you're just in a seat with a little bar. You're just going around and around, but it kind of like goes up and down and you're always like yeah it's yeah. a vibe that ride is a vibe and there's could, no danger I could that ride, ride with that a million times the the songs are always like that tootsie roll yeah that roll. it's They're always all- it's always a good playlist I mean we're we're kind of like specifically speaking to a ride at six flags I think but no I feel like no this is a very common like fair ride well, yeah, I think they have it at other places, but I'm thinking like, I don't know that the playlist is always banging, but the one at Six Flags, I think they like, they make sure the music is good for that ride. Okay. Well, that specific one is just always a good time. Yeah. It's always a good time. It, it's, it's a crowd pleaser and I will always get on that one. So if you're looking to get me to go on a ride with you, pick that one. Cause I'm probably going to say no to the other. Noted. Noted. Like I can go to a fair, I can go to an amusement park, have a good time. Um, I can do a water slide all day, but um, roller coasters are just kind of out. What about like the little like fun house ones with like the mirrors and stuff like that? The ones where they like strap you to a wall and spin you around? No, <laughs> like you just walk through it. Like you just have to walk through it. And sometimes there's like rooms filled with mirrors and you had to figure out how to get out of there oh, so you're like, like like a maze like not a ride yeah 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 it's it's more like a maze but it's like a fun house I mean yeah if the if the question is do I enjoy them um they're mediocre um if the question is am I scared of them no okay but like you wouldn't willingly be like I'll do this one you're like I mean eh. I would do it if you like wanted to do it I'd be like sure but I wouldn't be like we have to do this okay <laughs> I have never felt lost in my life I feel that often well technically <laughs> it's not a ride it's just like you just yeah. walk through it so I was yeah. like how do you feel about that yeah I mean not scared not scared the anxiety doesn't go up in there is unless there's obnoxious people in there then maybe I'm like yeah. give me out 
<laughs> These people are annoying. Um, anyways, <laughs> we'll report back on our actual fair experience. Anyways, in a week or two. <laughs> um, I don't feel like there's been too much else going on. Like summer is kind of slowing down. Sadly, it feels like COVID is picking back up. And so we're just kind of in that period right now, you know? Yeah. Also, I'm broke right now, so I can't really be going out and doing anything. Like You're in jail. Just got to be real with you. I've put myself in a timeout. So I'm giving myself um, timeout. I'm staying inside mostly. I'm just, I'm doing that's my- what Love Island is for because Love Island is free. It is free. I got all the entertainment I need right here. Once a day, I get my little treat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, um, I, I'm pretty much caught up. I have one episode today, like to, the one that was released today on Hulu. I'm like 10, 20 minutes into, um, we won't get too into love. Island. How many are there right now? Cause I think I just started episode like 31. There's like 40. Total, then I'm behind. So there's 40 total, but only like 38 are released. 37 or 38, maybe, maybe less. I'm at least on like 35, 36. Okay. Well, I'm not like too far behind them, but I have you uh, got to Temptation Island? What'd you say? Or not Temptation Island? That's a whole different show. I was Um, like, um, a long time ago (laughs) when it was on TV, I watched it. I didn't even watch that show. Um, Casa Amor. No, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Okay, there's two episodes of that at least. So I'm just at the point where it's like the episode after Jake and Liberty became boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, so you're probably like right on it. Like it's probably in the episode you're on, or the so next it one. might happen like now. I don't know. Yeah, I but can't remember. I'm like in the middle of it. So, anyways, it's always hey. just a little treat. Um, yeah. So with that, why don't we, we'll take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to unpack, um, the bachelorette finale. Why don't we do that? Let's do that. Okay. So let's just dive on into this bachelorette finale episode. Um, first thing I want to say is whoever came up with the order of this episode of like, the order of operation yeah. needs needs a talking to. I'm like the Kim Das of this was not good. I'm like you're you're toxic, whoever you are, because why on earth would you tease us with Greg yeah. at the beginning and then save him for the end after we've seen her get engaged, Katie get engaged, and then be All like. The and then just be like, all right, now we want to bring out Greg again and have you talk to him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you have him at the beginning? Yeah. I mean, clearly, that? clearly that's what we all wanted, but clearly it was for the views and the retention because they know we pretty much probably a, a large chunk of people would have tuned out after that whole situation because like they would have been like, I know it's Blake and I'm not really that invested. It probably won't be that juicy. I know, so, but still, I was just like, this don't make no sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it was a I really bad. didn't like it. I really didn't like it. Again, not that I didn't like the finale, just like the order of operations was not okay. I was like, yeah. I don't love this. I don't love it. But 
that's neither here nor there. Um, where should we start? Um, like, do we want to just get the Greg stuff out of the way? Yeah, I mean, I don't even feel like we have to like break it down scene by scene because honestly, as much as there is to unpack, there's not a lot to like tell. Like, there's not a lot of events that happen. No, no, but I'm just like our reaction to it. Yeah, I mean, I think we just get out of the way that. Um, even though Blake's thing airs first, uh, Justin goes home, like, which we're not shocked by because we, we knew he was third place, like to put it in those terms. Like we knew yeah, but- she would have picked Greg and Blake had she had the choice and Justin would have gone home. I feel like you're skipping ahead here. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I'm trying to make this more logistical than they made it. And like, let's just get Justin off the plate and then we can dive in to Blake and Greg as our meteor. Yeah. I mean, I still want to talk about Justin eventually, but I kind of just wanted to start with Greg because last episode, that's what we were left with was this big whole explosion of a thing. And I'm like, I'd rather just get him out of the way and focus on what happened after him later. (laughs) See, I'm just not that interested in the rest of the thing. Not that I'm like all about Greg himself, but I thought, I mean, yeah, so they pull Greg out after basically the proposal. I mean, we, we didn't see any of Greg prior to that. Like, I mean, we saw Max age, but besides that, um, and they questioned him first and then obviously bring Katie out. And again, I'm like, I, I'm not someone that's like so strongly on Greg's side because I'm like, I'm in love with Greg. I'm just, Greg is all knowing he's all great. He's without fault like that's not my viewpoint but I'm like last night just I am a girl's girl and I really want to be like for Katie but like so much of it just turned me off from Katie and I was like girl I just feel like this could have been handled better I feel like it it just it was not good it was not good and if anything I feel like she made Greg look better because Greg like couldn't really get a I mean there's not too much to say about like what he said on his own and then she comes out doesn't acknowledge Greg which makes it super awk to just like start us off walks past him and we're like okay we can cut this tension we're getting like um Matt and uh Rachel vibes again here (laughs) of just like the awkward silence whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. And then, and then Katie just like, she's, she starts popping off. She's, she's going in on Greg and she's like, nope, nope. Um, actually, you know what? Let's talk about this and let's talk about your acting career. And yeah, Greg tries to like cut in a couple of times and he does get to, uh, speak more. So after they come back from the commercial break, but I feel like he, he didn't talk that much, or at least it might've been cut out. That I'm like, he didn't even have the chance to like incriminate himself, so to speak, if he was like really disingenuous or horrible or whatever, you know, people want him to be. And Katie was just like the focus most of the time, which again, maybe that's how it was edited. And there was, you know, different stuff that actually went down. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I feel like afterwards, everyone was just talking about like, oh my gosh, Katie just went off on Greg and she just seems really upset. Why are you this upset after being so happy with Blake and whatever? 
that it just it didn't run me the right way yeah I actually have several thoughts okay I have I have several things feel free to like chime in if you have a thought but the first thing that I want to say is that Caitlin Bristow asked Greg if he had any regrets or Mm -hmm. if you or no she said would you have done anything differently and he says no no, which is fine that is fine I I'm not upset by that answer yeah and then she was like you don't have any regrets and he was like no yeah I think that that is something that really set Katie off behind the scenes yeah because she had already made it kind of clear whenever at the beginning of the at the top of the show yeah they were like so Katie like have you seen Greg since last episode and she was like no have you talked to him no do you know what you're gonna say to him no I have no idea what I'm gonna say to him so I think that she she did I don't think that she knew going into this whole after the final rose that she was gonna pop off like that but I I think that the moment he said I have no regrets I feel no remorse like I would have done it the same way yeah that that really like sparked a fire in her Mm-hmm. and then she came out there ponytail swinging and I was like girl ready to throw uh-huh. hands verbally not not actually physically <laughs> harm him but she was just like not holding back she stands very firmly on the fact that like yeah. she doesn't think Greg knows what love is and which I just have to say I feel like that was the most gaslighting comment to make and then accuse someone of gaslighting I'm like, first, like, I, I don't think that she's actually a gaslighter. Like, I'm not the person that's throwing that term around. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's just a little dramatic unless that's really what's going on. But the irony that right before she accused him of it, he 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 said something like, you know, I just didn't expect to fall in love with you or the feelings to be whatever they were, or I really did, you know, feel that way. She was like, well, you don't even know what love is. And I'm like, the whole concept of gaslighting is to be making someone like question their own experience and that, you know, this experience isn't real, whatever, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, well, if we're, if we're going to start throwing these things around, then let's not like do this right beforehand or be like, well, Greg was being dramatic or condescending or this or that. And I'm like, and then we just whip into it. Like, yeah, we don't want to fight fire with fire. Yeah, no, I I agree. And here's my take. My take is that Katie, yes, she came out just like swinging. And I'm like, first of all, I think that she could have pumped the brakes. Like if it were me, I wouldn't want to make myself look the way that she did. I don't think that she, again, there was a lot of people that saw Katie and thought she made a fool of herself. There's also a lot of people who think that Katie was this like empowered woman speaking her mind Mm -hmm. to each their own. But I'm just speaking from my own personal choice. Yeah. I wouldn't have approached it that way. I think it was a little too much in my opinion. I didn't disagree with some of the things that she said. Like I do think that Greg did have a time where he was kind of talking down to her again he was going through an emotional thing they both were going through emotional things they both were just responding differently to the same scenario but 
some of the comments she made about his acting career and like some of these things were just like not necessary when he and was I'm like, not- I'm not Meryl Streep, like, like basically like, I'm not that good of an actor. And she was like, oh, oh we know you really messed it up there at the end, didn't you? Yeah, I'm like, exactly. Like some is, of these comments- This was like a middle school breakup fight. The comments were just like really some, like just unnecessary in my opinion. Yeah. But where I felt like it was, I feel like they were fighting about the same thing, just just the opposite sides of the spectrum. And I'm like, again, they're never going to see eye to eye on this mm-hmm. because Katie's overall point of view was if you loved me, you wouldn't have left. And so that's why she thinks he doesn't know what love is because in her eyes, mm-hmm. loving someone means that you're not going to just leave them, abandon them, yeah, regardless of how you upset you are. And his point of view is, well, if you really loved me, then you could have just said so. Or if you really loved me, then you would have stopped me or you would have come after me or come with me. Mm -hmm. So it's like this whole cat and mouse thing. She's like, well, if you really loved me, you, you would have stayed. And if you loved me, then you would have just come with me or whatever. They're just like, like you said, middle school going back and forth. And it's not founded in facts. Like you cheated on me. You did this. It's just like, it's just a difference in opinion and like you even sent me a um tiktok that talks about like attachment styles and whatever mm-hmm. and like i don't know if you've had time yet to listen to the psychologist i think that was on like nick Viall's yeah recently she like explains things really well i think yeah about just like the difference between katie and greg's attachment styles and how yeah they're coming out in this whole situation so if that sounds interesting to you definitely go listen to it but it made the whole thing seem more reasonable like Mm -hmm. looking at it just as it is as an audience person as just like someone watching it you're like this is a lot this is too much like yeah you're everyone watching it is going to either side one way or the other but like listening to this person, like break it down, you're kind of like, I, I understand both sides. And I think both of us see both sides. Yeah. But if there's anyone out there who is like, I can't understand Greg at all, or I can't understand Katie at all, then I highly recommend you go listen to this um, psychologist on Nick Biles podcast. Cause she really breaks it down and like, is like, this is why they're acting this way. And this is what they mean versus the other mm-hmm. party. So I felt like it was really informative in like the best way. But yeah, I do think Katie was triggered by him not feeling remorse. And she was just like spending a little bit too much time on the internet before she got on stage. And yeah, it felt it felt very much like she was fueled by like comments of like the Greg haters. Like she was using like the same words that like we've seen online of other people talking about. And she was persuaded by the haters for sure and I think again like don't come for me team Katie people I'm not like out to get Katie but I felt very much like she was trying to have her like once again like Hannah Brown Claire Crawley moment Mm -hmm. and it's like I just feel like it was such a different when and when I say that I mean like when Hannah Brown did the whole like moving the podium thing with Luke P and then you know when Claire Crawley pulled off Juan Pablo and I'm like those were just such different situations because like we had seen those guys just be like the worst 
for like multiple episodes leading up to it. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we, we all as an audience didn't like those people. And like, it was more of an isolated thing and it felt and it more, was more clear what was more the wrongdoing were what the wrongdoing was why it just felt more called for and like an appropriate level of anger and an appropriate length of the interaction or whatever mm. and I felt like Katie wanted to have that moment where everyone at home would be like yes queen like go off like pop off whatever. And I'm like, again, maybe there are, I'm, I know there are those people out there that really felt like that was it. And I'm like, yeah. I just felt like th- this almost like gave a bad rep for being that like strong, independent woman and like took it too far of being like rude and condescending and like then making yourself look bad. I was like, <sighs> I feel like she was- wasn't what you were intending. I feel like she was a, a butthurt about the situation I feel like she was reading the comments online about the people saying he's gaslighting you and he's this and he's that. And I feel like she's like, everyone feels this way. I feel like she was like, all these people are backing me. I'm going to take the power back. Mm -hmm. Whether or not in her mind, she was like, I'm going to have my boss girl moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm sure she wasn't saying that in her mind. Yeah. Again, because I'm like, I don't necessarily think her intention was I'm going to go in there and be a boss bitch. Like, I don't know that that's maybe it was. I don't know for sure. But I think she was kind of like, I'm going to gain control of the situation and I'm going to be on top because I'm going to come in with this and this and this. And it just came off a little bit like, let's like tone it down. And like, yeah, I I just. I again we said it last week if she would have come in there and been like look what happened happened I hated every minute of it we're always going to see different differently about this Mm -hmm. isolated incident because again it is one incident it's not like this whole season long thing of Greg being a villain like it's not yeah yeah like if if she would have just come in there and said it is what it is I wish you the best I'm just ready to move on yeah then like that would have been great exactly I just feel like emotionally like legitimately just from like my own standpoint like what does that give you like I don't I don't feel like you gain any peace from that you know what I mean or any closure I just feel like if anything that like re-riles up those emotions and like I am someone that like I especially like if it's someone that I'm like done with or a part of my past, you know, like I'm moving past the situation. I don't even want to give them that power. Like what, for what? Like he knows that you were upset. He knows that like it didn't work out clearly. I just, yeah. I don't know. It it was a lot. It was a lot. I will say one other thing, just like, again, maybe not necessarily in Katie's defense, but like just, something that I can relate to is um, I feel like there are some people out there. I don't know if you're one of them, like maybe you are, but there are some people out there that like feel that it doesn't make sense for her to be angry at Greg. They're like, why is she so mad? Like, why can't she just be happy that she's engaged? You know what I mean? And that's fine. Think that if that's your prerogative. However, I'm like, she can be mad if she wants to. Again, I don't necessarily think it was appropriate to do it in this moment. Yeah. But I'm like, I certainly have my own exes 
that like, if I were to see them in person, like I 100% would still be mad. Like those feelings would come back up if they were in front of my face. Like if they were sitting across from me on my couch, I would be like, I want to tell this person off right now because I never got the opportunity to do so. But like, would I actually do it? Probably not because that's just like not who I am, especially not with a camera in my face. Like the whole thing, I just like wouldn't do it the way that it played out. But I'm like, she's allowed to be angry regardless of how things ended up for her. Yeah. I think for me, like, I think she's totally valid to be like hurt and I guess angry, if you want to call it that. Um, just like, I think I've already said this last week and we've said, we see both sides, but like Greg is allowed to be like, I'm hurt by you not matching this emotional, you know, reciprocity. And I want to leave. And Katie's allowed to be upset and sad about it. But I think the part where it crosses the line for me and for a lot of the people that seem to be defending Greg or whatever is like, just because you're hurt by Greg or angry at him, doesn't mean you get to like, try to portray him as this like abuser, uh, gaslighter, whatever, like this whole thing. And maybe we'll be proven wrong. You know what I mean? Like maybe something will come out that Greg has this acting thing on the line or this or that or whatever. But I was also like sitting, waiting for this episode, like something more to come out. Like, you know what I mean? And after the final row, I was like, oh, and then this piece of evidence was brought to my attention and whatever. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we do know that Greg went to acting school at one point in time, but like that alone, I feel like is not enough to be like, well, he's the absolute worst. And he definitely was here for the wrong reasons. And this and this and this and this. You know what I mean? I'm like, we can't definitively say, I'm not saying he's 100% innocent, but, and yeah, like you said, it's just like, you can be upset, but just, I would, as like Blake, be like, this feels like this is a lot, like this is really triggering a lot for you to be engaged to me and not that you can't be upset, but which he seems like the kind of guy who, again, will support her in whatever it is that she does. And maybe they had a conversation afterwards. We don't know what their conversation yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's not going to be. Maybe he's all like, out. wow, I didn't know you felt so strongly. Like, gee, you want to talk about it? Like, again, yeah. maybe they've already talked about it. But I don't think she intended to pop off, like I said, the way that yeah. she did until she saw him face to face. But again, I think she did a lot of behind the scenes digging on the internet and just got really riled up and just let it all loose and the thing is I feel like they both played the same game and again I'm using game loosely like Greg had his hissy fit moment last episode he had his emotional breakdown he shut down he shut off he might have said a few things that were a little bit mean like I don't even know you anymore you're just totally different person like talk to me like a real person, whatever. Sometimes people will say that was mean or rude or he was talking down to her, whatever. And then I think Katie is like, I, I'm going to play that same game. Now I'm going to talk down to you. And now I'm going to say this to you and I'm going to do this to you. It's like, they're playing the same game, just differently. And in my opinion, I think they're, they're doing the same thing to each other. And it's just, Obviously, they were never going to work out. We said it last week, but 
I think I think we're maybe somewhat done with the grad conversation. Is there yeah. anything that you want to add? The only thing I'll say is I really got the sense, like it's weird because I feel two types of way. Like on one hand, I'm like, Katie's clearly really riled up by this, but I I again don't know if it's so much because she's so in love with Greg or that she just like really wanted to kind of have that like powerful moment over Greg because she felt like powerless when he left her and she was like, I'm going to have a power moment more so than like, I'm in love with you. And that's why I'm upset because there's that, there's that piece of emotion there. But then also based on the way that she answered some of the questions last night, I got the sense that she was not in love with Greg when like that whole little scene broke down and that like, she wasn't 100% sure that she was going to pick him because he was like, you know, like this is, again, I forget exactly how everything was worded, but like, you know, I needed that affirmation in the moment. And she was like, well, but that's not how this works. I'm the bachelorette and I'm dating three other guys and I've got three other guys and like, nothing's final. And I, I, again, I'm forgetting exactly how Greg's and he was like, you know, that's fine, but that just like, wasn't enough for me or the validation that I needed. And you know what I mean? So like, just the way that she answered it, unless she's just like, trying to protect her ego kind of at this point of like, well, I didn't even know if it was going to be you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe that's, maybe that's what she meant. Maybe she was like, look, I didn't even know what I was feeling. And so yeah, I was just trusting the process and I wanted you to trust it with me, but you couldn't do that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe yeah exactly. From. But also I think Greg could have also in the heat of the moment, again, when it happened, not after the final rose, he could have also said it a little bit differently. Like to her, he could have said, look, if, if it's me, if I'm the one at the end of this and I'm going to propose to you, I need more validation than what you've given me up until this point. Like he could have said, I need more. Mm Mm-hmm in in those type of words rather than just like well you're not giving me anything you know what i'm saying if he would have yeah. said i need this maybe then that would have flipped the script we don't but know i think she would have taken that and the words that she used last night were well you gave me an ultimatum and it's like that's true that's true and i'm like but i don't and like i get, there are situations where ultimatums are like not great and so don't take this out of context, but I'm also like, again, I just feel like it's a thing where it's like, okay, this is my emotional need or this is whatever. And like, if you can't get that, or if you're not sure of me, that's fine. But that means I can't be here. or I can't continue this or whatever. And so I did, I was, I was confused on Katie's feelings because of how angry she seemed, but then also making it seem like she wasn't really sure of Greg when they had that argument, which I feel like validated kind of his being upset and leaving of like, I felt like you weren't sure of me. And like, yeah, that's how the process works. Like what Greg said last night, he's like, I understand that you're the bachelorette. I understand that that's how this works. But like, for me, I'm a real person with real emotions. And that's just kind of like what I needed at the moment. And just because you're the bachelorette doesn't like make you higher up than me and getting to like decide how this kind of goes. And so like, if I want to leave, I can leave kind of thing. And so I don't know. I'm just like, at the end of the day, <laughs> they weren't compatible. It was never going to work out. They're never going to be together now. I think that much is clear. Yeah. And what a doozy. We haven't seen anything like of that level. I don't even know if ever, like in terms of 
one argument being like drawn out and like all the bachelor nation being like team this team that I know I at least I can't think of anything off the top of my head yeah like Luke P and like the Juan Pablo but it was like everybody was against those I know. people I was gonna say maybe Juan Pablo he really ruffled some feathers but that was like again a long time ago feels like yeah yeah I don't know so anyways um yeah I think we've said most of what we think and feel about Greg yeah. but wish him the best hope he's doing okay in New Jersey yeah. and doing his thing um I'm curious if we'll ever see more of him or not I don't know yeah um and then I feel like we should save Blake for last, but just a couple things that I want to mention mention about Justin real quick. So basically the order of events was Katie then, like the guys are told that like Greg left and yeah. they're like, oh crap, like we're the only two ones left. Yeah. And then Katie's like, I decided I don't want to go home now. I want to see it through. And she has like, a one-on-one slash yeah fantasy suite with Blake after that then she goes and breaks up with Justin so I feel somewhat bad for Justin because he's very much like I'm I'm just here by default I'm just here like I'm only here because like four people left yeah like he's like um Greg left and Michael left and like I'm just here like you didn't choose me to be here I'm just here because no one else is left yeah so I feel kind of like bad for him and he he said that he felt like Katie didn't even give him a fair shot and I was like I don't know that just sounds sad to me like to make it this far to the literal finale and be like I wasn't even given a fair shot like I don't know it was just kind of sad and he looked so sad yeah I was gonna say I don't know how the order was actually filmed but she said when she was breaking up with Justin that she'd already had her one-on-one with Blake and I again I get it I get that it's the bachelorette and you get to play the game when you're the bachelorette but I feel like this is the part where I like side with Greg and just like his general feelings towards Katie it felt like very much she was playing the game in this season overall and I do think that had she been given the choice not only would Greg be in the final two and not Justin I think that Michael would be in the final three and not Justin if Mm -hmm. there had to be a three instead of um a four for hometowns or whatever so I do I do get that feeling of like okay did you just keep me around to have me on the bench and like you you couldn't even break up with me before the date with Blake you had to like go confirm that it was good and then come back to me because I'm like again it's just in my experience because I don't know the editing and Katie's true emotions but do we really think that like had something gone kind of off on Blake's date she would have picked Justin and been like it's us we're gonna get I'm gonna pick you I'm gonna give you the final rose like I I mean, I don't know, because I, I, I don't see it that way, but I, I really don't think Katie is this, like, game player. I do think she takes the role of being the Bachelorette very seriously, and I think yeah. she's a rule follower, and I think she's, like, trying to do the right thing and, like, follow the rules and the protocols and all the things. Mm-hmm. 
but I think it's just like unfortunate for Justin that like you know I think Katie cares about him and like likes yeah him. I don't think she intentionally was trying to hurt him by any yeah way. I don't think she was like I'm just gonna keep him in my back pocket and then dump him later like I don't think she had those intentions and I don't think you think that either but um I just think she did the thing that she set out to do which was to tell someone that she loved them which she did the night before or whenever to Blake and then was like okay well I did that and I'm gonna stick true to my word because I follow the rules and I follow the protocols so now I need to break up with this person like I'm not even gonna go on another date with him even though I'm supposed to and I'm supposed to have a date and we're supposed yeah. to have an overnight. Like we're supposed to have a fantasy suite. She was like, I don't want to do that because I've already given that to this person. I think she was like, this is where it has to end. Like, I don't even want to explore it further with this person. Yeah, I, I get that. I just, I think me and Katie's brains work on two <laughs> totally opposite spectrums. Cause I'm like, this feels chaotic to me. This also feels like this is the what night could, after the- what, what would you say if- Justin got the first one-on-one after that situation like if she went on a date with Justin first mm-hmm. and then they had dinner and then they got presented with the card of do you want to yep. go to the fantasy suites or whatever and say they had it okay say say she said sure let's do it because she still really likes him and yeah. whatever and then let's say the next day then she does Blake's and she's like, it's Blake for sure. Like, I just know it's Blake. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back to Justin and is like, sorry, it's not you. Like, would that make you feel any differently? Is it just because the order of things? I mean, yeah, that would make me feel differently in terms of like, if I was Justin probably of like giving him a shot, but like from my, again, only my perception, because I only know what I perceive was that Justin did not have a shot out of the gate. Like, I feel like she was very confident with Blake. Like, I just think it was Blake and Greg. It was up between them two when it came down to the final three. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean she doesn't care about Justin or like, like him. And again, this is my perception, but I felt like it just would have been better to just have ended it before the Blake date or do the date, which I know, I don't know that she can control this, do the date with Justin first see how that goes then do the Blake one and like kind of have that fair shot I'm just thinking from like as Justin's perspective if I was in his shoes I made it to top three because of people self-eliminating and then I didn't even get the chance to go on the date and it was like well I actually went on with him and like it it was good so like I'm good with you going now that's how I would like perceive it even though I know she didn't intentionally like I'm just gonna like string Justin along and I'm gonna send him before he even gets a shot I guess I just don't fault her for how things played out because I think and they even both say like it's a shame that there's so much that we experienced that nobody got to see like Mm -hmm. a lot of what we feel or you feel me the, everybody else yeah. feels is because of what we've been able to see so far mm-hmm. and so I'm I even felt like and made side comments like we don't even know Justin like who is yeah. he? he's just this random guy in the background he's not the main yeah. character blah 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 it's like we were made to feel that way and believe that way because that's the story they gave him they gave him this story of just being this guy in the background background and like it made it, they made it, whoever the powers that be made it obvious that like, 
Greg and like Blake and Michael or whoever were mm-hmm. ranked above him somewhat. Yeah. But like maybe that wasn't totally the truth. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe he was pretty neck and neck with like Blake and um Greg and whatever. Like maybe he was really kind of right there in the mix but we just never really saw him. And it seems like he just stuck around and stuck around and stuck around for no reason. And again, it just kind of unfortunately played out the way it did. Katie was like, okay, yeah, I finally told someone I love them. Like I can't stick around. I can't have you anymore. Like be here. Mm -hmm. So again, it's unfortunate and there's not a whole lot else to say about their actual breakup, but they both seemed pretty like cordial with each other. Like he seemed just like genuinely like happy for her and thankful yeah. for the experience and whatever. And he said something, I don't remember the exact quote. I wish I did, but he said something like, I, if I trust, if I want what's best for her, I can't be mad if what's best for her is not me. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Which I thought was really like, I don't want to say profound really wasn't like groundbreaking, but it was just like, it was nice to hear someone say like, look, like I support you. I want what's best for you. And if that's not me, like that's fine. Because I think he knew he wasn't the front runner anyway. And he's just like a little upset that he didn't get the chance that some of the other people did. But anyways, I think that's that. And then they had like their, his little meme montage, (laughs) which was cute. cute. And he seems like he's has like a genuine like personality. Yeah. So again, not sure if we'll see more of him, but I wouldn't mind it if we did. Yeah. Um, okay. I think the only thing left to really chat about now is Blake because winner, winner, chicken dinner, he's the one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you want to mention about their first date? Um, there's not really anything too interesting. I feel like about the date itself. I mean, they just are their goofy regular selves. I feel like, um, and it goes well, it goes how we expect a Katie and Blake date to go. I was surprised. I, I don't know how much time was in between the whole like Greg situation and this. Maybe they said it and I missed it. Yeah. No, I'm not sure either. I don't know if this was like the next day, uh, if it's been a couple days. Like, yeah. She recovered. She's, I mean, yeah, she seems to be fine, but also she's like, let me fill you in on everything that happened because I know. I was curious. Apparently how that was they, yeah. Cause apparently they haven't seen each other since since who knows when like while she had all the hometowns and everything so I'm like I don't know how long it's been since she saw Blake but she has to fill him in on everything yeah Um, he takes it surprisingly well I feel like how most people would yeah he basically just like wow like that sounds like a lot (laughs) he's just like I'm gonna win (laughs) I know that I am definitely gonna beat Justin and so I got this thing in the bag now he's like I was like upset for a second and then I was like I'm gonna win this thing yeah I will say like props to Katie at least for being as honest as she is because like if I were her I don't know that I would have said I almost thought about leaving when Greg left, like, 
girl, why would you say that to this man? Yeah. No, but I'm glad that she did. Cause like when I was watching that part, I was like, I want her to be fully honest because yeah. that'd be like really sucky for Blake. If he had like watched that back later, I'm like, uh, you really downplayed that situation, which sucks. It's hard. Yeah. Obviously as Katie, but I was, I was pleasantly surprised on that. And I will give her kudos that I think when she told Blake, she was honest about the situation and transparent and he still took it well. So I, I was like, I can't believe she's like really, really saying all the things. Cause again, yeah. again, if it were me, I would have been like, yeah. So like, um, I thought about leaving, but I didn't, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I'm here though. <laughs> like I would have probably wanted to downplay it for sure. But like you said, like looking back, it would have been worse to find out the serious. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> so yeah. So it's best that she just like really laid it all out there, but he was just like, yeah. he was like, you know what? The moment you said go America and that was weird. You <laughs> like what hockey and you scored a goal. That was the moment I knew I loved you and like I would never leave you after saying I loved you. I was like, okay. <laughs> it, he the way he told the story, he was like really leading up to what she said. And he was like, and and you said go America. Thing. And I was like, was it the patriotism for you? Was it? <laughs> it's the patriotism for me. For me. And I was like, okay, this is odd. Like, I think he was just trying to be like, that's around the time, the moment when I was like realizing it. But the way he made it seem was like, because you did that, sealed the deal. I know just his storytelling in that moment was like, not the greatest. So yeah, yeah. it made it seem like when you said go America, that's what really sealed the deal. That's what put it over the edge. Yeah. You're like, wait, that's. That was it? As the Canadian, that was what did it for you. We're like, uh, okay. But yeah, I think he really meant like, that was when I looked at you and thought to myself. Yeah, not the act of saying go America. (laughs) He was like, man, when you scored that goal, that was it. I knew (laughs) you were the one. Yeah. um, So anyways, um, but yeah, basically she, she breaks her own rule. She tells him he loves him. He's, he's like, yeah, it's me. It's me. Always knew it was me. (laughs) And then let's like, let's discuss the Katie's family because again, I'm I'm going to feel like (laughs) I've been like Katie hate club and I'm not, but I just, I disagree with some things here and Katie can't control her family. So I'll say that right up front. Like people have all kinds of families and you can't control where you come from or what your people are going to say on TV. Yeah. But okay. Actually, I want to not skip over the fact that they did have a fantasy suite. Yeah. And we saw them wake up the next day with like makeup running and like bras on the floor and the whole syrup maple syrup it was a whole thing so I just didn't want to skip over the fact that like they did spend the night together and then she had to tell Caitlin that she was satisfied multiple times I was like I didn't need to know I I know again I was like let's not have a windmill situation again like that was like funny once I know I just again sometimes that's what people tune in for maybe but like that's not why I tune in and I was like that was just you know I just really didn't need to know that but <laughs> anyways, they talk about that and then they're like, all right, let's go meet my mom. Like, <laughs> okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. But yeah, like you said, it's a doozy. Like, yeah, these, these women. Yeah. So 
I don't know what the history is here. We didn't get, we don't get too much context on our family. Like we are introduced to who they are, like her mom and her aunt, but there's not like my aunt really helped raise me or we're super close. I don't know. I, maybe I was tuned out, but I didn't feel like we got a lot of background on them. It was just like, here they are. And oh my goodness, they're both aggressive, but aunt Lindsay home girl, she- we think if you think Katie's coming in hot on after the final rose, well, I, I don't think the apple farts fall, <laughs> falls far from the tree. She got it from aunt Lindsay what? because she literally tells Blake at one point verbatim word for <laughs> mode, word for word. I can't talk. <laughs> you don't really matter. I'm like, what she said, <laughs> yeah, she's like, you mean nothing. Yeah. Like, like, we don't need you're you only here. Yeah. We don't need you. But like, if we want you to be here, you'll be here. But like, we don't need you. And, and it's, I was like, okay. it's so uncalled for because Blake does not say anything to prompt this. It also feels like if you knew that this is her only guy left and that like, she do probably know. Pre- yeah, they do know she's probably going to pick him or she wouldn't be introducing him to you and he wouldn't be the only one left you feel like you would like try a little bit harder to like, like him, you know what I mean? Versus like, if you had two and you're like, okay, uh, this one seems a little more suspect than this one. So maybe I'm going to ask a little bit tougher questions or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, she's just going in on Blake and Blake's just like being a sweet little baby angel being normal. No, how he sat <laughs> through this day and still proposed to her is a mystery to me. It's Honestly, but yeah, okay. I mean, she can't control it. But to me, this would be such a huge red flag. Like if this was something that you're someone that you're really close to, you can't control that. But also if I don't vibe with your family member that you're really close with, that we're going to be spending a lot of time with, I'd be like, I don't know that I can be a part of this. <laughs> and like, yeah, like it, I mean, I would be so offended if someone were like saying all of those things to me, I would be like, hold on. You don't get to treat me like this just yeah. because you're being protective. Like that's, you're just being an asshole right now. I would have been like, look, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know my life. Yeah. Like you, like, again, I know I'm trying to somewhat impress you right now, but like, this is, this is not for me. This is too you're much. You're not the queen and I'm not the sorry people. Exactly. You cannot just piss on me <laughs> for no reason. Well, I'm lost said- for this it was just condescending too and he they were talking about marriage and she's like well it's hard and like you just need to realize like it's gonna be tougher than you think and like good luck and he said something I forget he said he said well I have seen my parents go through yes and then she said well watching a train wreck is not the same as being in a train wreck and he was like okay I didn't say it was like He's like, exactly. I'm just saying that I've seen hardships of marriage. Like I'm not unprepared for hardships, but she took it to a whole nother level and was just like, you don't know what you're talking about. Actually. I feel like we got very, again, just my opinion, similar vibes to the Katie situation on after the final rose of like, this feels like a woman scorned, like a bitter situation of like, I'm like, Aunt Lindsay, I don't know what happened to you, but that ain't Blake's fault. You know what I mean? Like she was like anti-men I was like like, Aunt Lindsay is definitely divorced somebody left her at some point in time and she is scorned by it there ain't no way that Aunt Lindsay has a healthy happy relationship um that was not the vibes I was kidding and when she he 
he said something about like making a marriage work or something along those lines. Yeah, and she yeah, said, yeah. Oh, that's cute. And I'm like, you don't talk to a grown adult like that. Yeah. She, yeah. It was very uncalled for. She was a little bit rude in my opinion too. Like I, I, I wasn't feeling it. She, she did not pass the vibe check. I and honestly, like, again, I don't know how Blake handled this because I would have, I don't know that I would have like gone off on her. That's not my vibe and my personality, but I would have pushed back a little bit of like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, hold on a minute here, girl. Yeah. But he, yeah, I think, he, I think she asked him something like, so how do you and Katie plan to make this work? And he was like, well, there's still a lot that we need to discuss. And like, yeah. you know, we're willing to just like work it out. And like, I'm just really excited and blah, blah, blah. He was just like, we're not really sure, but like, it will work out. Yeah. And she was well, like, well, he was like, she was like, well, that's cute. But like, that's not really how this works. Like you can't just like go be with someone that you haven't figured this out with. Well, they kept acting like he talked about how he had this like safari thing, whatever for work in Africa that was like a month long. And they were acting like that alone should be like, it's going to break them. It's going to break them. I'm like one month. Like you're like, this is my soulmate. This is definitely my person, whatever. And you're like, oh, you have to go on a like one month trip one time. You know what? This whole rest of our lives thing isn't going to work for me. Um, you have to be around twenty four seven. I'm like, what? Yeah, I feel like he said he was going to live in Africa forever. Yeah. Can I just say that they that whole thing didn't make sense to me either because they were like, "What? You're going to be apart? Like, how is this going to work?" But going to Africa, and he was like, "Well, I'll be back." I know, but then turn right around and say to Katie, like, without Blake, Mm -hmm. like. Um, you can't just like follow this man around, like kind of thing. Like you don't, you're just going to go wherever he goes and like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. They were like, you don't need to depend on someone. Like you're very independent and like trying to say, like trying to tell her, like, don't be that girl that just like followed yeah. man. It felt like they had an issue with it. No matter what, like she can't yeah, like, don't follow him, but also don't let him go either. <laughs> you're like, wait, <laughs> what? Or yeah, I agree. I agree. Just major, like, there's not as much to say about Katie's mom. She was like, again, still, I think pushing it too far and like being a little harsh with her. Um, and Blake, but no one can compete with, aunt Lindsay, i know people online are like making memes of like pick your fighter barb <laughs> peter's mom or aunt Lindsay, and i honestly don't know who i would i'll say this i i would maybe go with barb for the fact that we have seen her show compassion to some people before like we know that she's a peter's butthole well, and, and she loved hannah ann and she loved hannah ann and she loved kelly for at least a period of time so she has the capacity to like you if you're on her good side. But Aunt Lindsay, I don't know if Aunt Lindsay likes anybody. Um, Aunt Lindsay would literally go for the jugular, okay? Like if I'm like wanting to be on the winning side though, yeah, I'm picking Aunt Lindsay because she has no mercy. Like, Yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to interact with someone, I'm picking. Okay, you mean like, who are you picking to be a part of their family? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I'm like- okay. If we're going to war, who do you choose? I'm like, I choose Aunt Lindsay. For sure. <laughs> I'm choosing Sweet Nums because I think she could get on my <laughs> No, for sure. If I had to hang out with someone, it would for sure be Sweet Nums. But like, 
<laughs> She'll take me shopping. As so long I'm- as I act like her son is like God on earth, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, no, I could definitely put up with Barb for sure. I couldn't know not- if that's the word, but like you could, you could get convince her to like you for a short window of yeah, time. Like, I mean, like I could be around <laughs> her and like not feel miserable the whole yeah. time. As long as you're not her victim. Exactly. TBD. Blake, however, though, after this whole thing, like he is stressed. <laughs> He's like, I honestly thought he might back out of like picking two, but not propose, which I think would honestly be valid after that hometown of like, I, I thought he's going to question things. They didn't also because of the Greg situation. Him. Like there were a lot of things of like, I, I really like you, but I don't know that we need to be engaged yet. I thought for sure that he was going to say to her, like, I don't know if I can propose, but like, I still just like want to see where this goes. Yeah. Um, we'll work towards yeah. engagement, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to mention one other thing before we get to the like very end, the proposal, yeah. but like when they did their little burning of their fears <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, with that big giant scary thing yeah I just want to say like that looked very unsafe to me (laughs) the fire just falling yeah and just the fact that like I mean Blake is this like nature ranger guy that I'm like was he like scared for the animals in the area was he like how are we gonna put this fire out like I don't know the whole thing just seemed very scary and very unsafe and I was like I could have done without that yeah it was weird um but you know whatever teach their own um (laughs) we get to the proposal like we already said we weren't really sure on what Blake was gonna do he does end up like kind of psyching Katie out of acting like he's not gonna propose but then he does and all I have to say is like I know the vibe and the sentiment of my opinion on this whole podcast is like I'm not the hugest fan of Katie which is true. I don't hate her, but like, I don't think that we would be seeing eye to eye on necessarily everything, which is fine. But I will say, I don't understand the people online that don't like Blake because I'm like, what did Blake ever do to anybody? Blake? I know. He's just I get if you don't like him, like you wouldn't date him. Like I get, he's a unique bird. Yeah. If he's not your style, that's one thing. But like, I, whatever he's a unique bird and I wouldn't date him either but I like him as a person because I feel like he's been a good dude the whole time and I do feel like as many differences I as I might have with like Katie and the way that we think about things I feel like they do work together as a couple and I can't say that it'll last forever because who knows about that situation but they do feel like a good fit for one another and we said from the beginning like we saw a strong connection between the two of them and that they were compatible yeah I agree I do think they seem like a good pair a good match um I was surprised I honestly didn't think that he was going to propose and then like he kind of threw me for a fast one when he was like I can't give you what you came here for and then he was like because you deserve so much more and then, and then, I don't know, he drew it out. Honestly, it wasn't the most like elegant of proposals I've ever seen. Romantic. Yeah. It, was it really was. Right. It didn't blow my socks off, but like, I'm happy for them. Good for them. Yeah. And, um, my hot take for the ending, first of all, 
I would have never hopped on a horse right after getting engaged. No, I was like, what is this? First of all, <laughs> that. Yeah. Second of all, I think, again, this might be a hot take. I don't know. I think Tasha was the best dressed out of all of them at that occasion. I'm like, why does she look better than Katie on her engagement day? I don't agree with that. <laughs> you don't? I don't think that, I think there's a unique occasion that that outfit would be okay in like a more high fashion kind of situation event I just didn't feel like it felt it it fit the scenery like the outdoor desert vibes I was like why do you look like a magician okay it was okay it was over the top because it was like black and sparkly but it was like a female empowered like pantsuit blazer moment the back with the cutouts in the back I was like why is she on a whole nother level she looks like she's about to have like a a residency in Vegas and then like Katie looks like she just came out of the sea and she's like aerial in this weird green pattern dress and then we've got Caitlin in this like yellow dress that's like loose and flowy and like barely there I'm like first of all none of them match the scenery so well, but I feel, I I feel like that. I feel like Katie and Caitlyn did at least like they were both at least in like brighter colors out in nature and in things that like felt appropriate to the climate. Tasha was in all black and again she looked like a magician, like a high fashion magician. Nonetheless, she looked great as a magician, the sexiest no. magician you've ever seen. But <laughs> magician vibes nonetheless. And so maybe if they were all in the magician vibe or they were all in like the brighter color vibe. It was just too different. And I'm not saying Caitlin's dress was the best thing ever or that Katie's was, but it felt like one of these things is not like the other. And it was Tasha. So they should have either dressed them all in that vibe. I just feel like if I would have liked everyone, the whole ensemble more if like Caitlin was also in black so that Katie could have had her green moment by herself. Yeah. But I, I didn't love that Caitlyn was in this bright color that didn't go with anything. It was like snot with the green and the yellow together. But I just felt like Tasha was just the most dressed up for the occasion. And I feel like it shouldn't have been that way. Either they all need to rise to the occasion yeah. or like Tasha shouldn't have worn that. But I do think that her outfit was the best out of everyone there. So that again. is a hot take because I've heard multiple people say, what the hell was Tasha wearing? Again. <laughs> I'll again I'm high fashion like where do I where do I find it where do I where's the link what can I say I really liked it and I think she looked better than everybody oh goodness but I would wear it and you wouldn't so that's that's (laughs) the difference between us well that's the hot take the surprising part of it is is that you don't like the yellow dress but you like the all black outfit that's really the okay that's okay. I like the yellow dress but I don't like every they didn't go together okay, and one of the things is not like the other it's Tasha of the three it is and she because she stood out in the best way I think that dress would have been good for night one like in the mansion like a cocktail party thing it didn't feel like a daytime outfit no it wasn't a daytime outfit for sure yeah. But it was like pizzazz, wow, finale, in my Edition. opinion. <laughs> but I think um, I like the yellow dress. Like, I like it yeah. separately. I yeah. do. I would wear it also. Um, 
I don't know. I just think honestly, neither of the three were like uh, my jam that I would be like just looked, in it. Um, the most fashionable, in my opinion. Yeah, they always dress her that way though. But she again, I think Tasha looks good in probably a potato sack. So yeah, whatever she's wearing, I'm like, I want it because she looks good in everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so not much to say at the rest of the episode. Katie and Blake are still together. One last thing. One last thing. I know we're going on. Okay, what is it? So they say at the um after the final rose that no one knows that they are together, that Katie hasn't told anyone, and that they're all finding out last night, which again, maybe just all my other like biases against Katie are built up in my head at this point. And I don't even know that this is necessarily like a red flag against her herself, but more so this, this gives me red flags on the family front. Um, which she said she didn't trust them. <laughs> she said she didn't trust them. And they like laughed it off as like, haha, like so funny. Don't want to like break the contract thing, which is I'm sure true. I'm not saying that's not but I get the sense that like legitimately Katie was worried, like someone in her family might sell her out and she might get in trouble. And I don't know the whole family background, but just based on what we saw with aunt Lindsay and her mom, we didn't get the best of vibes going on there. And I'm curious, she, she's never talked negatively about her family or her family relationships, but I'm curious what that kind of dynamic is. And especially because I can't, remember exactly but on the one date where she talked about how she actually recently found out that her father that passed away wasn't actually her biological father and I can't remember so someone come and correct me if I'm wrong if she mentioned like how that kind of came about but I don't think she did so I don't know if her mom like knew that all this time for 20 plus years that her dad that she thought was her dad wasn't her biological dad and then she just recently told her Clearly they still have a relationship, but I would just, I wonder if it's more complex than what we're seeing, because I think that ABC always wants to paint the lead in like a favorable light. Like they want to get too into the family weeds and make it look like they have it all together. So I just think that could potentially be more complex than what we're seeing on the surface. And that could be why that like hometown was a little bit yeah. confusing to some people. But definitely. I think, I don't think she went into detail or like, you know, into the weeds of how oh. her like coming about her dad's situation, like the details of that, mm-hmm. like the timeline or who knows what and how long they knew it for. I don't think she took yeah. into that. Yeah. So I would be interested to know just because I'm a curious person. Because we're nosy and I just want to know. And that's why we have a podcast and I want to talk about things and have it not feel like gossip. So I don't know, but also she, I do remember her saying like with Andrew S that she had like a humble household. Like she didn't come from money. Like, yeah, sure. She like been through some things. I don't know what the things are, but she made it sound like I didn't have this like beautiful, fancy, amazing life or childhood. And like, yeah. So again, I'm sure she and the other women in her family have like been through some things and maybe that's why they have this like we know Aunt Lindsay has. They've been through some things. I don't know what they are, but that there's a reason why they are the way that they are. And it's probably something we're not going to know, but 
there's more there. There's more, yeah, there's, there's more under the surface. And so, uh, I, again, we won't know, but I'm curious in my mind how that will play out with Blake and Blake's family and the yeah. potential of their relationship, because, you know, families do affect things and hopefully, hopefully all for the best. And it works out for the two of them, you know? And yeah. That's, that's the end of another bachelorette chapter. And we're heading straight into bachelor in paradise, which looks like it's not going to disappoint all the drama, all the things happening. I don't know that I'm ready, but ready or not, here they come. You know Coming I mean? fast with the content, just one after the next. Yeah. Um, I don't have much to say about it because I honestly wasn't really paying attention or I fell asleep during the preview. AKA I fell asleep. AKA I fell asleep um, for the preview of the Bachelor in Paradise season, but um, I'll be watching it for sure. Um, I don't have any hot takes or anything, but looking forward to it as usual. I'm sure like maybe we'll just tell our audience briefly, like Mackenzie and I will certainly watch it. We may not recap like on a weekly basis. Yeah. Maybe we will. I think our goal is to like talk about it. Maybe the hot points, not like play yeah, by play. Maybe every other week. Like we're not really sure, but we'll definitely comment on it for sure. Um, We'll be watching. We'll be watching. Just know. We're always watching. We're always watching. Commenting. (laughs) Notes. Um, But then I think next week, right, we're going to have a guest. Maybe we can just preview that briefly. We have a guest. um, Halai is her name. So look forward to that one next week. And is that it? That is it. We will see you guys next week. Bye.